You are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got your Friday picks for you coming up in just a moment. Got a lot of them again this week. So stay tuned. We'll get to those momentarily. All right, let's start off. In college, I am 49, 45, and 4. It's okay. I mean, you want, you want to be at 52%? I'm, I'm, I'm under that. But I'm going to do something this week that I haven't done all season. I'm going to double up, meaning I'm taking a team as my best bet that also happens to be my underdog, one of my underdog plays. I'm going to start off with this one. It's a situational play. They're a good team. They're also playing a team that has been struggling against anybody, even though they are in the top six or top eight of the college football playoff. I know I've been involved in Iowa State games a lot this year, and I'm going to continue that trend, but I'm going to be on them this time. Give me Iowa State plus the seven and a half at home against Texas Saturday night in Ames. This is a situational play because I don't know if you know this. Iowa State, 25-11 and 11 against the spread as a conference dog, 11-3 and three when they're a conference home dog in Ames. And I'm sorry, Texas just lost their best running back, Kenneth Brooks, who blew out his ACL against TCU. Texas beat Houston by seven on the road, struggled against a bad Houston team by seven, beat Kansas State at home by three, beat TCU on the road by three. Now they're laying seven and a half on the road, having just lost their best running back. And Quinn Ewers is definitely not at 100%. While he is playing, his shoulder isn't healthy. I just, I love, love the Cyclones in this game, getting the seven and a half. I think that line is too high. This should be about four and a half. So my best bet, Iowa State plus seven and a half. I'm seven, three, and one on my best bet in college this year. I believe I've lost two in a row, so let's get back on track with this one. Yeah, because I was 7-1-1. One, one. Other picks in college football. I've got one, two, three, four, five of them. Let's start here. And three of them are giant favorites. I'm just not going to be swayed by big lines. Notre Dame, minus 24 against Wake Forest. Notre Dame, home wins this year, 56-3, to 41-17, 48-20, 58-7. They're playing Wake Forest, who stinks. If you don't believe me, I'll tell you that Wake Forest, what's their record? And against the spread, they are – sorry, should have had this pulled up. They're 4-6 and six on the season, also 4-6 and six against the spread. But when Notre Dame has played a bad team at home this year, they, st- they stomp them into the ground. Like I said, 56-3, 41-17, 48-20, 58-7. They're laying 24 against Wake. I think this is a 45-21 game, 45-17. They cover the 24. Give me Virginia Tech minus the three at home against NC State. NC State is 7-3, and three, and yet they're a three-point dog against a 5-5 five and five team. Well, that's because the Hokies are playing well right now. They've won three of their last four. Hey, NC State's won three in a row as well, but I don't believe their competition has been to the level of Virginia Tech's. I'm riding a hot team right now in the Hokies. Give me them minus three at home against NC State. Another big favorite that I'm taking. Lay the lumber with the Liberty Flames. 27 and a half at home against UMass. One thing you got to remember about Liberty, not only are they 10-0 on the season and have a chance to make it to a New Year's Six Bowl, 
They might be 10 and 0. They're also 8 and 2 against the spread. UMass, 3 and 7 overall, 4 and 6 against the spread when they have stepped up in competition and played the two best teams they played this year on their schedule were Auburn and Penn State, both on the road. They lost by 45 to Auburn and they lost 63 to nothing to Penn State. Now I can see them losing by four to five touchdowns against Liberty. Liberty minus the 27 and a half against UMass. I don't this is I don't think this is going to be a look ahead spot for Liberty even though uh, they they'll take care of business because every week they fucking cover. They're 8 and 2 against the spread this year. They're the second best covering team in all of college football. Behind UNLV, who is 9 and 1 against the spread this year and you know what? I'm adding that to my plays. So now we're going to have six plays in college. So I'll get to that in a second. But Liberty minus 27.5 versus UMass. Here's another big line. Give me LSU minus 32 against Georgia State. LSU just is the best offensive team in football. Jaden Daniels is still trying for that Heisman, and he's going to put up points against anybody. Georgia State might be 6-4 and four this year, but their last three games, 0-3, and, and they've lost by 17, 28, and 28. Their last two games at home were against the two top teams in their conference, James Madison and Appalachian State. They lost both games by the same exact score, 42-14 to 14 at home. Now they go on the road in a game that doesn't matter because it's an out-of-conference game. It's late in the season. This is a money game for them. LSU is looking to pad Jaden Daniels' stats to make his season look even more impressive. Laying the 32, I know it's a lot. They are going to pound Georgia State. Give me LSU minus 32. Texas Tech, I'm back on them after betting against them against Kansas. Laying two and a half at home against a UCF team that the reason this line is so low is because UCF beat Oklahoma State 48-3 last week, but Oklahoma State was in a horrible spot coming off the biggest win of the season. I think that line is way too low. I can get Texas Tech at home under a field goal against a team that's under 500 for the year. I don't. I'm not impressed by UCF. Um, I, wait a second. I could be wrong about UCF's record. Uh, you know, they're five and five. They're an average team. And look, Texas Tech is five and five as well. But I'll take them under a field goal at home minus two and a half. And now I said uh, after I told you UNLV was the best covering team in college football this year, I got to ride that wave. Give me UNLV plus the three at Air Force. Air Force started out this season as one of the best power five, group of five teams in the nation, and they have just absolutely hit the skids because they've lost, what, um, three in a row? No, the last two. They lost home to Army 23-3 uh, to and then lost at Hawaii last week 27-13. Now they're playing the best covering team in college football. Give me UNLV plus the three um, at Air Force. So those are your six plays in college in addition to the best bet. So that's seven plays in college so far. Um, as I told you at the beginning, my best bet is also one of my underdog plays. I'm going to take Iowa State. I mean, I think they can beat Texas outright. So give me Iowa State plus the seven and a half. They are plus 240 on the money line as one of my underdog plays in college. I'm seven and one in my last eight on these underdog plays, 16, 14 and one on the season. Keep that in mind. I've only got one other one this week. Um, I'm going to take Florida Atlantic plus the nine and a half at home against Tulane. Tulane is really struggling to cover games. I mean, they might have a great record. I mean, if you look at their record, they're nine and <laughs> talk about a team that just is looks great uh, straight up, 
But they have to have one of the biggest differences in all of America between straight-up wins and against the spread wins. Tulane's 9-1 and one on the season straight up. They're 3-7 and seven against the spread. They just don't cover. And now they're going on the road laying 9.5 against a Tom Herman team with, look, I know he had teams at Texas and Houston that were better than this FAU team. However, Tom Herman, as an underdog, covers a lot and wins a lot of games outright. Tulane's last few games here. They laid 21 against UAB and won by 12. They laid 5 against Memphis and won by 10. They laid 20 against North Texas. These last, look at these last four games. Double-digit favorites in all of them, never covered any of them. Minus 20 against North Texas, won by 7. Minus 10 against Rice, won by 2. Minus 17 against East Carolina, won by 3. Minus 24 last week against a bad Tulsa team, won by 2. Now they're laying 9.5 on the road. i got to continue betting this trend that they are not covering any big numbers on the road or any big numbers, period. Four straight weeks, double-digit favorites, never came close to covering. Got to ride it. Give me FAU, the Owls at home, plus the 9.5 against Tulane. And my three-team, 10-point teaser in college. Let's go with, uh, let's tease LSU down from 32 down to 22 because I think this is a name-your-score game. Uh, We're going to tease Iowa State up to 17.5 at home and tease Notre Dame down to 14. Just keep this one simple. I'm not going to try and find another game out here or pick an over-under or whatever. So your three-team 10-point teaser, which I'm 8-6 and six on on this season in college, LSU minus 22, Iowa State plus 17.5, Notre Dame minus 14. On to the NFL, week 11. NFL this year, I'm 35-24-3. If you combine my best bet with my picks in the pros, I am 24, 14, and 3. That's 63%. If you add up both college and pro this year, every single pick I've made, 84, 69, and 7. Jeez, I've had seven pushes. It's a lot. Anyway, my best bet in NFL just hasn't been great. Be honest. 3, 5, and 1. Every other thing in my NFL except my three-team 10-point tees is, is over 500. But... Best bets in the NFL haven't been great, 3-5-1, but I really like this one. And again, I'm laying hard lumber on this. Give me the Dolphins, minus 13.5 at home against the Raiders. The Raiders have not covered six of their last seven on the road. Yes, the Raiders have won back-to-back games to pull up to 500 on the season. However, did you look at those games and who they beat? They beat the Jets and the Giants, both teams that are under 500 and not very good. And anybody that watched Sunday night's game knows they should have lost to the Jets. The Jets absolutely gagged that game away. Miami, they are 14-4 and four against the spread as a home favorite the last three years, including every game this year they've been a home favorite. They are 4-0 against the spread, straight up and against the spread. And not only that, they've covered those games by an average of 15 points a game. Not that they've won by 15 points a game. They've covered over and above the spread by 15 points. So basically, judging by that, they would win this game by 28. They're laying 13 and a half. You know, you add on 15, 28 and a half. I mean, look, look, a lot. That is uh, that 15 points a game covering average at home this year by Miami. A lot of that is because of that 50 point win over Denver. But if you look at their other games at home this year, let me pull that up. Beat Denver 70 to 20 in their first home game of the year. They laid 12 against the Giants and won by 15. They laid 14 against Carolina and won by 21. They laid 8 against New England and won by 14. So this number is right where it should be. I think they win this game by 14 to 17. So 
Hopefully you can get it at 13 and a half. It was 11 earlier in the week. I mean, it's gone up. I don't like the line moving against us, of course, but I got, I got to take the Dolphins um, uh, at home this year. They're just, they've been a juggernaut at home against bad teams. So give me the Dolphins as the top play of the week, minus 13 and a half. Other three picks that I have in pro football this week. Call me crazy. They both covered last week and both won outright as underdogs, so I'm going to stick with one of the underdogs. I'm going to take Arizona plus the four and a half at Houston, and I one of the reasons I'm taking it is because I know everyone in America is going to be on Houston. They're going to see, oh, my gosh, they won in Cincinnati as a six-point dog, and now they're home, and they're only four-and-a-half-point favorites against a team that's two and eight. Yeah, that screams the public is going to bet Houston. They're going to see that number as low as it is and bet Houston. Whereas Arizona, we know they are 2-8, and eight, but you can pretty much throw out their first nine games because now Kyler Murray is back. He makes a complete difference in this team. And even when they didn't have Kyler Murray, they've played and stayed within the number quite a few times. They are 2-8, and eight, but they're also 5-5 five and five against the spread. So it's not like they are getting blown out of every game they play. Give me Arizona plus 4.5. The other game I like, I have two more uh, picks that I like. I like the Steelers. In Cleveland, if Deshaun Watson was playing, no, I wouldn't have touched this game, even with the Steelers getting four, because I just the Steelers offense scares me of how bad it is. But this is also pretty much a bet against DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA. While I liked him at UCLA, he's had one start in the NFL this year, and he looked awful against the Ravens defense in week. What was it? Week two? Yeah. uh, Sorry. Week four. They lost 28 three because he had to start that game. And they have announced he is going to be the starter. They're not going to uh, the guy that won the XFL MVP, P.J. Walker. They're going to start Dorian Thompson-Robinson. He has one start in the NFL. He lost 28-3. I just, a second start against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, and Pittsburgh's getting a point in this one, I got to take the Steelers. And then the other pick I like, um, give me the Denver Broncos. I know they're off a big Monday night win, and usually big wins off Monday night, playing at home, usually never a good sign. Not to mention they're playing a team that's won five in a row. But I got to take Denver at home minus a field goal. It's very small number. If this was three or three and a half, I wouldn't touch this game or I'd be on Minnesota. But it's under a field goal. Give me Denver minus two at home. So your best bet is Miami minus 13 and a half. Your other picks in the NFL, Arizona plus four and a half, Pittsburgh plus one, Denver minus two. The underdog play of the week, you are going to absolutely, well, you're going to hate it, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and the thing is, I really, really like this one because, number one, nobody else likes it. If you look at the numbers, it's like 90% of the tickets are on the Cowboys in this game and like 95% of the money is on the uh, – or but, um, yeah, 90, it's like 97% of the tickets are on this game. But this is a, this is a situational play because everybody's riding the Cowboys jock and rightfully so, they've played well. But look at the Cowboys' road games this year. Taking out the first game at the Giants, where they won 40 to nothing. At Arizona, lost as a 13-point favorite, lost by 12. At San Francisco, they lost by 32 points. At the Chargers, they won by 3. At Philly, they lost by 5. While they are playing a team that has the worst record in football at 1-8, and eight, Carolina... Uh, played well on the road against Chicago, and Carolina has played well at home this year. 
If you don't know, they lost by three at home, they lost by eight at home, they won by two at home, and they lost by 14 at home because Bryce Young threw two pick sixes. Do I expect the Carolina Panthers to win? Probably not. But um, one thing to also look at when I looked at the schedule for this, Carolina played on the road last week at Chicago on Thursday night. They have the Cowboys at home this Sunday, and then they go on the road for three straight weeks. Carolina does not have another home game for another month. Their next home game is December 17th. So they're basically in the middle of four or five on the road. This is their one home game in five weeks where they're at home. So you want to have a good showing, and I think they can do that. I think they can at least hang close because the Cowboys have no incentive to drill them. None, because it's expected. It's a, it's like a lose-lose for the Cowboys. If you win and you win big, people are going to be like, great, you're supposed to beat Carolina. And if you win by three, everyone's like, what's wrong with the Cowboys? So give me the 10.5 at home. That's just too much. The line's inflated because they won by 32 at home last week against the Giants. So I'll take Carolina as my underdog play of the week. And in the pros, three-team 10-point teaser. By the way, I'm 6-4 and four on those underdog plays on the year. Um, Three-team 10-point teaser. Let's stick with um, a couple games here. One game that's not even on my schedule that I've given you, any of the picks that I've given you. Let's tease Washington down to 1.5. I don't like them minus 8.5 in a divisional game against the Giants, even though the Giants are not even trying to win. It, just, it, it scares me that the Washington Commanders are 8.5-point favorites over anybody. But I do like them plus 1.5 <laughs> for sure. They just have to beat the Giants, and I think they will because the Giants already beat them this year. Like three weeks ago, the Giants beat the uh, Commanders, and you're just like, what? So Washington has revenge on their mind. They're coming off a tough loss in Seattle. All they got to do is win the game because they're now getting plus one and a half on the 10-point teaser. Let's tease Arizona up to 14 and a half on the road at Houston and tease Miami down to three and a half. So three-team 10-point teaser, Miami minus three and a half, Arizona plus 14 and a half, and Washington plus one and a half. These are your plays for the week. Let's hopefully bump these up. Maybe we can get a, uh, you know, what do we got? Six, seven, eight, nine plays in college. I'd like to have a six and three or seven and two day. Of course, you'd always want eight and one or nine and oh, but that's very, that's very hard. I just, I, I've stayed away from big favorites all season. I don't think I've had more than one or two of these favorites that are like at least four touchdowns all year. And a lot of them, have been covering, so uh, I want to jump back on that. That's why three of my plays in college are favorites of 24 points or more. So hopefully that'll work out for us. And in the NFL, done really well on my other picks. I've just been isolating the wrong top play. So when you combine them, best bet and my picks in pros, 24, 14, and 3. That's 63%. So um, one last uh, go-round on the NFL. Best bet, Miami minus 13.5. Other plays, Arizona plus 4.5. Pittsburgh plus 1. Denver minus 2. The underdog play of the week in, in the NFL. Give me Carolina plus 10.5 at home against the Cowboys. And then three-team 10-point teaser, Miami minus 3.5. Arizona plus 14.5. Washington plus 1.5. Those are your plays. Thank you all for listening. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. Tell your friends about it. Tell them about these plays. Maybe we'll have like a... 15 and two weekend and then your friends will be all impressed and they'll want to jump on board and then i'll start charging thousands of dollars for my picks every week kidding anyway thank you all for listening i really appreciate it and remember sports will always be 
the greatest reality show on television. See you.